1: But we're going to wrap money in the bank. Rates are good. Pretty exciting. You know why? But free money. Yeah, yeah, you understand what I'm saying. Thanks for staying with us. Welcome back to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. In the money segment of the program brought to you by the world-class, world-famous Calvin Kamek, Loan Depot Six five one two three one twenty five hundred. That's the number to call for the best rates in the continental United States. Six five one two three one twenty five hundred. Low costs, low interest rates. Money is so cheap, it's almost free. Almost free. But you're going to notice it a little bit more than you did, right? A little more. You know. A little more. Not bad. More.
2: So it's pretty funny. This morning I'm reading and uh, January fifth on MSB Highway, um, the Fed minutes. You know the. They reviewed the Fed minutes, right. and then we also looked at ADP reports. So that's okay. what's driving rates this morning, uh, to have rates go up because um, things are looking better, um, and the government doesn't want things to look better. So it's pretty interesting. I'll just read this segment here. It just said, the Fed minutes showed that the Fed is focused on wage growth and are waiting for job market to get worse. How crazy. the Fed wants The Fed wanted more jobs, so they poured gasoline on inflation. But now they want people to lose their jobs to bring down inflation that they created. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, it's a crazy cycle, and then you know they go through all the different uh, Fed presidents and what they're saying, and and they they just say, in here, it doesn't take an economist um, to understand when the federal government spends five trillion over two years, the central bank finances most of it by buying bonds. It's going to dramatically <clears throat> put a surge on price in right. those bonds and." And you know we, you know, you see what's happening just on the political scene right now, just with the Republicans trying to take over the House, and even inside the only the Republican Party right now, there's such this contrast. Like, you guys continue to agree with all this spending, five trillion dollars, right. right? And we're just like we're we're supposed we're to not, not do that. To, right. We're not gonna. So you got these people holding out, saying no, just no. We're I think not how wonderful do would this. be
1: if they stayed in gridlock like this for the whole two years hmm Two years well, and, of- And quite honestly, both two, parties. Yeah. Both parties Two have, years of just, you know, let's just get up in the morning and go to work mm-hmm. and do our jobs and stuff. And that's, yeah. it, try to tweak and change and mm-hmm. screw us mm-hmm. stuff all the time. Ah.
2: So, and then the uh, ADP employment report came out, up 235,000 jobs, you know, job growth. mm mm-hmm. They anticipate 150,000, right, new jobs. So, it's like, oh my gosh, jobs are growing. This is- you know, and it's just can't it's be so, having that. Can't be having that, and that's what they're saying. that That's why they think they, they're going to continue. They they're saying they want the uh, the Fed funds rate up higher. Clearly, we have to go higher in order to stop this growth and to stop. And just like my goodness,
1: just, the point is is that uh, the Fed funds rate. When you stop to think about it, what does that really have to do with job growth? I mean, what, the only thing that they can do is try borrow, to cr- crush the jobs, se- the housing sector. Well, housing sector and the the
2: ability for large corporations to borrow money at a reasonable rate. I mean, I, I think what – well, it's all it's all motivated to help slow the economy down. They want to see job, you know, people losing jobs. I just don't get the mentality. I mean, we're at Lone Depot, right? We're a large company. And so they're, they have furloughed because it is slow, right? We're down – on refinances, 46% last year down on purchases. So that's dramatic when Mm -hmm. you have a whole consumer direct portion of a company, right? Right. So Mm -hmm. they've laid off over 5,000 people. All operations is furloughed. We're like, oh, oh, they get a little bit more time off. Oh, that's not a big deal. You know, it's a big freaking deal. Yeah. So I'm like all over our guys just saying, God, we got to get our, we have like four local processors here on our team and they're all working 32 hours. But what happens is all these people are, they're paid a base salary, but they're paid bonus. And when you're not closing a lot of loans, you don't bonus out. And bonus. now all these four people are saying, hey, I got to get a second job. I don't know if I can keep this job. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like will like, oh, man, you know, that's too bad. But it's a big, So you can it's only, a big deal. Yeah, you, you want to have.
3: Busy processors, and
2: if you, you gotta can't. have busy people, which means we have to have a busy market, which means we gotta be going out finding every deal. So, how does
1: that juxtapose <clears throat> against uh, this job growth? Hmm? You know, if you're talking, you're just talking about the layoffs.
2: Well, I'm talking about our specific well, industry. Well, but, right? but that
1: industry is, but yeah. that, but that message is being heard all across the tech sector. Yeah. Well, if you
2: look at where it's happening, it's small companies. We're up 195 thousand. You know, we're up. And that's uh, one to 49 employees. So it's all these small companies, mid sized companies, large companies were down 151,000 in jobs. So mm-hmm. large companies are laying people off, furloughing, doing these sorts of things. Small companies are finally getting the people to get that, that
1: they've been trying to get
2: right. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of shifting people around a little bit, but, um, but I'm just always just so disappointed when you just look at how we are, how we're run sometimes. And, and uh, we, you know, we just have to live in it and we've, been okay in it but it just boy it sure has a big impact on people's lives and we got to realize that piece um things that are happening on our front so rates continue to be okay but they've ticked up again so we're six and a half six and a half is a good rate right now where it was like oh we're almost a 599 or we right. buy down to 599 so you know so that's kind of disappointing we're hoping we'd just kind of get there we think this year when we're talking about forecasting we believe that by the end of 2023 we'll be high fours low fives in that range and that would be a really nice that'd be a really nice spot to just we're okay there right i mean i think we can all live there really really well but we have a ways to go on that for Mm -hmm. sure so
3: get ourselves into an election year
2: yep a little bit right um, one, some of the things that we're seeing on appreciation, we talked about earlier. We think the real estate will stay at one to two percent for the next two three years. That's what every estimate is that we're receiving. Now I know yours will fly off the year; you'll probably be up twenty three percent to match no, the year. But <laughs> yeah, you know, but for us, there's no folk, reason to
1: believe that that uh, that real estate and housing, which is a uh, represents about thirty percent of mm-hmm. the of the business activity in this country, would mm-hmm. track that that much below. The inflation rate. Mm-hmm. It just, I it, it just to me, it just doesn't make economic sense that that would be okay.
2: the way. I I'm just, it. I'm just saying what we're hearing. And yeah. We'll see. And your point that inflation, we're not hearing much, is because it's Biden versus Biden versus Biden versus Trump mm-hmm. inflation. So you're right. And we knew this was coming. We said the last big one was going to be October, and then we, you know, it, stuff just all plays out. Um, it, it all plays out. So now inflation isn't that big a deal. Inflation's still running eight to nine percent. So. Um, things we're doing to help accommodate this right now we're still using buy downs quite a bit so a one zero buy down is basically just saying we're gonna start one percent under so if we're at six and a half we start at five and a half. when people talk about a two one buy down then we're at like your rate six and a half we're gonna start at four and a half five and a half'll we'll end at six and a half. Now there's a three two one so you get to see these people it's three two one we're gonna start at the well it's really expensive to mm-hmm. do that. And then you're kind of outside that 3% because a 2-1 buy-down costs about just a little bit over 2 points, 2% of the loan amount. So think about that. So if and how is
1: that paid? Is that just added onto the mortgage or no cost?
2: Costs. Yeah, it's just like seller-paid closing costs. So okay. we just say, hey, let's get 3% seller-paid closing costs. We're seeing it quite a bit again on a lot of the transactions coming in. Mm-hmm. So we have 3% to work with. So then the conversation we have with our borrowers is like, how do we want to use this? Do you want to offset your closing costs, or would you like to use some of these dollars to get that long term to take benefit. that uh, to take that rate down? And you know, it's a yeah. You know, I was just doing one three hundred fifty thousand dollars purchase price. It's two hundred dollars a month difference in payment, and then it goes up two hundred, then it goes up two hundred in the third year. So it, it is a significant difference. in Do you payment see that?
1: Stuff because now you're talking about the, 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 you have a couple of statements here that mm-hmm. don't right uh, agree with one another one of them is you th- they're saying that inflation is going to be or uh, housing appreciation is gonna be one percent maybe two percent yep
2: how housing uh, appreciation right. the value so now of you
1: yep. so now I'm a seller yep and I got my house on the market and now you're coming to me and saying well I want three percent for seller paid closing costs mm-hmm. well if my house is only appreciating one percent how can I give up three well so, you've,
2: you've made s- s- 10 10. Eleven, the last two, three years, ten percent appreciation, ten percent appreciation. Yeah, I mean, So, so we we'll take right. some of that. So yeah, we're so you're so just going to take, some, take of some of that appreciation but, that you've but had but over I'm the i as a
1: seller, I'm thinking, no, I'm not. So you just add that on to the mortgage. Add, you know, add it on the price. We're not going to have a problem with with uh, appraisals, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's just add it on top yep. of the price. You can try that now. It got yep. now it got financed in, mm-hmm. and my pri- my home just sold for three percent more. Then I would have sold it for mm-hmm. had I not had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So that becomes now a, one, one of the uh, ingredients for costing out what the, what the appreciation has been. So mm-hmm. I'm at 3%. Do you
3: yep. think that that's happening, though? Because it hasn't happened in my experience.
1: Uh, what do you mean?
3: Well, in my experience, I've been able to negotiate the price lower on purchases.
1: Right. That's what we're seeing Depending right now. Depending on the price point. Yep. yeah. We we
2: that. haven't in we I haven't seen any it, since this is since the the shift in stacking rates, on top. We're not. I haven't seen anybody stacking on top no. right now. Not yet, but we've done that in the past. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we've done yeah. Those we, things so bad, in the past. When you're in
3: an increasing uh, value environment, mm-hmm. and you need to have some of this going on. Yep. The, the last two years aside, of course, because mm-hmm. people are choosing from thirty offers. Right. But as we're like in 2019 and 2018 we had a very good real estate market 176 we had a very good real estate market mm-hmm. there's a lot of adding things yeah, on the top of the yeah. The, yeah. the deal then
1: I'm just thinking that when you're talking to a seller and saying you know that $400,000 split she's 385 now hey,
3: inventory inventory's up interest rates are crap there's more buyer activity they're being more discerning values will soften
1: right so that's three eighty five. Now he wants another three percent for himself.
3: Yep, that's the way it goes. for himself. For me, you yeah, tell me I when you go and all. have a conversation with the seller that these aren't things that you're talking about. It is exactly Ed, right. that's as my very point. realistic scenarios that we could come across. Yep. So in preparation with the seller,
1: we're going to prob- have these conversations. We're probably going to have
3: these conversations. It doesn't mean inflate the price. No. No, it's can't. just the reality of the market right now, and you have right. to be careful with all that. Yep. Any last point, Calvin? No,
2: just uh, give us a call. Let's have conversations. We're, get, we're getting busier. We're seeing our applications coming up, which is great, and we're that's having right. conversations again. We're really hopeful on uh, this new year, and we think we'll have another fantastic year. Call
3: Calvin at 651-231-2500, and that's it for this week. See you next week. You've been listening to your Real Estate Chalk Talk with the Hitner Group. The leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612-627-8000 or go online to hitnergroup.com.